You are listening to the audio preaching podcast from Heritage Baptist Church in Corpus Christi, Texas, led by Pastor Johnny Che. Our church is dedicated to serving Jesus Christ and reaching the world by going forward with the gospel. We pray that you will be helped and blessed by this message from God's Word. That's good. That's good. I love seeing kids sing. Matthew chapter 4. Matthew chapter 4 in your Bibles. And then uh, once we're done there, we'll go to Luke chapter 4, continuing with this thought of how to survive the wilderness of temptation. Uh, I love what I heard last week. Last week, I, I told you, you do not have to come to Sunday night service if you don't struggle with temptation. And uh, I had a man come up to me and he say, I don't want you thinking that I don't struggle with temptation, but I have to be home and watch my kid. My kid isn't feeling well, so I don't want you looking out and not seeing me and thinking, oh, well, apparently he thinks that he's got everything figured out. We all struggle with temptation. We all do. And remember, there's no escaping temptation, but there is escaping giving in to temptation. And it's really knowing who your enemy is and knowing when your enemy is, knowing where your enemy is, is so very important. We've learned a lot over the past, um, well, it's been a couple months that we've slowly on and off been talking about this, all from that word then in Matthew chapter 4, verse 1. Then was Jesus led up of the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted of the devil. It's a very important word because it shows us that temptation comes after a victory. It shows us that temptation comes before your next step of faith for the Lord. It shows us that it's when your weakness is targeted. Because Jesus was 40 days hungry, and the first thing that he does is he tempts him with food. So temptation is not only when you're weak, but it's where you're weak. Last week we learned it's when you need scripture. Temptation is when you need scripture. And you cannot wait until you're in the battle to start reaching for scripture. You need to know scripture before then comes. And, and there's something that we learn about our enemy from each and every one of those. And I want to show something else this week. Look at what the Bible says. We've already read verse 1. Look in verse 2. When he had fasted 40 days and 40 nights, he was afterward and hungered. And when the tempter came to him, he said, If thou be the Son of God, command that these stones be made bread. That's really important, that first part. If thou be the Son of God. That's what he's tempting him with. I want you to prove that you are who you say you are. But he answered and said, It is written, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. Notice the first word of verse 5. Then. Then the devil taketh him up into the holy city, and setteth him on a pinnacle of the temple, and saith unto him, If thou be the Son of God, there it is again, cast thyself down, for it is written, He shall give his angels charge concerning thee, and in their hands they shall bear thee up, lest at any time thou dash thy foot against a stone. Jesus said unto him, It is written again, Thou shalt not tempt the Lord thy God. What's the first, verse, uh, first word of verse 8? Again. The devil taketh him up into an exceeding high mountain, and showeth him all the kingdoms of the world, and the glory of them, and saith unto him, All these things will I give thee, if thou wilt fall down and worship me. Then, Jesus saith, uh, then saith Jesus unto him, Get thee hence, Satan, for it is written, Thou shalt worship the Lord thy God, and him only shalt thou serve. Then the devil leaveth him, and behold, angels came and ministered unto him. I find it interesting how Luke sums up this part of the story. Look in Luke chapter 4. So Matthew says, Then the devil leaveth him. Look at what Luke says. Luke chapter 4. Verse 
And look at verse 13. And when the devil had ended all the temptation, he departed from him for a season. Very interesting, right? I'll be back. So, all right, let's just pray and we'll get into it. Heavenly Father, we ask that you would bless the preaching of your word. Thank you so much for your hand of blessing that has been on this place, the music that we've been able to partake of and that we just heard from the little girls. Lord, I'm so discouraged when I look out in the world and I see so many young people in the hands of the devil and to see those four sweet young ladies singing innocently and happily. It warms my heart. And I'm so thankful to see people who have been here for years and people who have just started to come, but they're coming faithfully because they sense your presence here. Lord, we need your help. We all need your help. If we leave here tonight having only fellowshiped or having only sung or been sung to, Lord, it's all a waste of time. We need to hear from you. Please speak to us from your word. We ask this in your name. Amen. Thank you. You may be seated. We've learned then is after, after a victory, then is at the start of your next spiritual journey, then is when your weakness is targeted, then is when you need scripture, and what we're going to learn tonight is then is not the last. Next week, Lord willing, we'll learn then is not the end. There's a purpose for it all. There's a purpose even for the temptation that comes to your life. The devil's purpose is for it to ruin you. God's purpose is to let it strengthen you. And it just depends on how you handle it. But tonight, then is not the last. And here's what I learned from, about my enemy. When I first think that then is after a victory, you know what that tells me about the devil? He's a very observant enemy. He's a very interested enemy. And he's watching for who is winning, for who is a threat to him and to his kingdom. I'm a Chicago fan, all right? None of our teams are doing very well right now. The Houston Astros are doing incredible right now. I mean, they're on an incredible run. Next, yeah. <laughs> Easy for a Chicago fan to say. When the next season starts, I really don't see the Houston Astros players biting their fingernails about the Chicago Cubs. They're an enemy, but they're not a contender. Houston doesn't need to worry about Chicago right now. And there's a lot of people who they're the enemy of Satan, but Satan isn't worried about them. He's not biting their, his fingernails because they're not a contender. But when the devil starts to see somebody winning and seeing victory in their life, when he starts seeing, wait a second, they just got saved? Very interesting. Wait a second, they just got baptized right after they got saved? And wait a second, they've determined in their mind to keep on going to church? I mean, whereas two months ago, church wasn't even on their mind, and now they're in every single time they can't? Oh, okay. He's a very observant enemy. You better be watching. You better be watching. Then is at the start of your next spiritual journey. The devil was here. Some of, his, some of his devils were here at the wedding that we had on Saturday. You know what that teaches me about our devil and about our enemy? He's a vicious enemy. He doesn't care that you're at the start. He doesn't care that you're new. He doesn't, the, the devil doesn't care about killing babies. Do you remember 
when Jesus was born. When Jesus was born, the devil got into Herod and said, just kill all the babies. Two, the ages of two and younger, kill them all. The devil knew if he had a chance, he would, he would meet with the Lord here in this wilderness. He, he knew, I, I'm going to get him at some point. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try my best to get him. But if I can get him now when he's a baby, I'll just get him now. And some of you have just started your journey of faith. You've just gotten saved. You've just gotten baptized. You're just starting to get into the church. And you think everything's great and everything's wonderful. The devil hates what you're doing. And he gives no head starts. He will be after you. He will be watching you. He's a vicious enemy. And that's why I hate the devil, Brother Mike. He hurts people that we love. He hurts, you, you would think, man, give him some time. Give him some space. Let them grow a little bit stronger. But when you watch those Discovery Channel things and the lion comes through and starts hunting the herd, many times they get the little ones. Many times they're, they're going after the weak. They're going after the new. And that's exactly what the devil does. He's a vicious enemy. Then is when your weakness is targeted. That, what that tells me about the devil is he's intelligent. He's intelligent. Why go after the strong when you can go after the weak? And why break down a door when I can just walk through a window? Why make it hard on myself? The, the devil works smart. He doesn't work hard. He's a very intelligent enemy. He's watching where you're weak, and he's watching when you're weak. And then we heard last week, then is when you need scripture. You know what that tells me about the enemy? He's conquerable. He's beatable. Greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. What I love is that the newborn baby Christian can hold up the Bible with just as much boldness as somebody who has been saved for 30, 40, 50 years. You don't have to know all the answers in this. You just need to know that the answer is in this. And you say, devil, I don't know exactly what's written, but it's written. Leave me alone. The Bible, the Bible, says, the Bible says, resist the devil and he will flee from you. If you're, if you're new at this and you don't know everything that's in here, welcome to the club. All right? I've been saved since I was 13. I'm 32 now, coming on 20 years saved. And still, so many times I'm thinking, I have never seen that before. It's an incredible book. It's a deep book. It's a book that babies can wade in, and it's a book that men can dive deep in and never find the depths of it. But just learn it and trust it and follow it. And you can use this. But you, you do need to learn. You need to learn how to wield your sword a little bit. You do need to know what the Bible says and, and when it applies in certain areas. But he is a beatable enemy. But when you beat him, he doesn't quit. You read in Matthew chapter 4, then, then, again. You know what that tells me? He's a persistent enemy. He is as persistent, my Bible says, as a hungry lion who is desperate for food. When God called the devil and the sons of God in, he asked the devil, where have you been? And his answer was this, from going to and fro in the earth and from walking up and down in it. And what do you think he was doing, Brother Landon, going to and fro in the earth and walking up and down in it? The New Testament tells us that your adversary, the devil, as a roaring lion, walketh about seeking whom he may devour. 
Why do you think when God said, hast thou considered my servant Job, that there is none like him in the earth, the devil already knew there was a hedge about him? How did the devil know there was a hedge about Job? Because he tried to get in. He tried to attack him and he could not get through. And need I remind you, as soon as that head was broken down, it did not take him very long. He's a persistent enemy. Paul said this about the devil. There was given unto me a thorn in the flesh, a messenger of Satan to buffet me. That word buffet means to hit. It means to hit hard. It means to hit hard constantly. He never left him alone. Jesus told Peter, Peter, Simon, Simon, Satan hath desired thee that he may sift you as wheat, but I have prayed for thee. When you enter into this battle against the devil, and see, that's the thing. You can't choose Christ without not choosing the devil. You cannot choose to be on Christ's side without being against the devil. And when you enter into this battle with the devil, he is constantly, he is either attacking or he's preparing an attack. He's either attacking or he's preparing an attack. He's either attacking or he's preparing an attack. We are not at peace. We're at war. We are not at peace. We're at war. We keep on hearing over here the news that's going on in Israel and Gaza. Why don't they stop? They're not at peace. They're at war. And that's what enemies do. Well, innocent people are dying. They're not at peace. They're at war. Well, it seems like they will stop at nothing to destroy the... They're not at peace. They're at war. There's no time off. He's a persistent enemy. When you wake up, he's there. And when you drive to work, he's there. And when you get to work, he's there. And his name is, and you just thought of the person that's at your work. <laughs> when you go to school, he's there. When you go on break and you bring your phone out, he's there. Oh, yeah, he's there, isn't he? When you're, when you're watching TV, he's there. When you're scrolling on social media, he's there. When you just scan around at the mall, when you're just people watching, he's there. When you talk amongst each other, he's there. The Bible says, in a multitude of words, there wanteth not sin. He's always there. The devil is the ad on your phone. When you're just trying to figure out who won the game, he's the ad on your phone. He's the billboard along the highway. He's the cheerleader in the ball game. He's the bad joke when you're talking. He's the topic that comes up that you, don't know, that you know you don't need to be a part of. He's the text or the message that comes through from the old fling that you used to have. Hey, just checking in, lies. He's the movie that you want to watch. He's the song that's really catchy. He's the friend that you're a good person and they're a good person. But when you get around each other, you're just not good for each other. He's the coworker 
that's always there tempting you, bringing out the worst in you. And his objective is to break you down. That's his objective. See, he doesn't have to break you apart when he can break you down. When you read about the king of Syria, the king of Syria could not conquer Samaria. He tried. He launched an all-out attack, and he could not conquer Samaria. So he gave up. No, he besieged it. He besieged it. And the city that he couldn't conquer in an all-out attack, he conquered just simply day after day after day after day, taking his time to the point where women were inside boiling their own children and eating them. And if it wasn't for a miracle of God, Samaria would have fallen. The devil is very smart. He knows his time is running out, but he'll take as much time as he needs. Jeremy, you're boxing now? I'm going to let you do something. I'm probably going to regret it, but I'm going to let you do something. Come up here. Right here, okay? Hard. Now, here's the deal. I get to do something back. But I'm not going to tell you what it is. Why are you loosening up? (laughs) All right, go. Go. Oh! Okay. Yeah, that was a bad idea. That was a good punch, kid. Okay, so here's the deal. Here's the deal. That hurt. But you can only do that once a month, all right? Here's what I get to do constantly. Now, he caused a lot of damage right there. But you know what? I can survive a monthly haymaker. After about an hour or two of this, I'm going to be begging for mercy. And what I'm trying to tell you is this. If the devil had a choice between shooting one bullet at you or throwing a thousand needles at you, he'd choose the thousand needles. Because you might dodge the bullet. But if you just let a handful of those needles come in. He's winning. So the devil doesn't always throw these wild haymakers. A lot of times he's just One, one time I, 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 was, I forgot where it was, but there's a rock. You, and and you, can see it, you can see it everywhere. There's a rock that's been eroded down, there, it, like somebody has drilled through it. But it wasn't a drill, it wasn't a power tool, it wasn't a stick of dynamite, it wasn't a hammer and a chisel. There's just a drip of water. Just a constant drip of water that has, that has dug a hole through that rock. And what the devil will do with you is not always what Jeremy did. He'll just... Because he doesn't have to break you apart if he can break you down. And that's what he's going to try to do. So what's our defense? What's our defense? That's why the Bible says, be sober. 
be vigilant for your adversary, the devil, as a roaring lion walketh about, seeking whom he may devour. Look, church, don't overcomplicate it, okay? He's a powerful enemy. He's a smart enemy. He's a persistent enemy. But he never changes his tactic. He's going to come when you're weak. He's going to come where you're weak. He's going to come after a victory. He's going to come before your next step. You can know, the Bible says we are not ignorant of his devices. Or are we? We're not supposed to be. And since his tactics don't change, our defense doesn't have to change. Can I show you something really cool in scripture? Luke chapter 4. Luke chapter 4 says this. The devil departed from him for a season. And what did the devil say three times to him? Brother Marvin, do you remember? He said three times in that wilderness temptation, if thou be the son of God, right? Three times, if thou be the son of God. If thou be the son of God. If thou be the son of God. There's only one other time in scripture. Did he say it three times or did he say it twice, Brother Danny? Maybe he said it twice. If thou be the son of God. If thou be the son of God. But each and every temptation was if you are who you say you are, prove it. There's only one other time in scripture where Jesus met with that three times. Do you know where it is? Do you know where it is, Brother James? Three other times, one one other time in scripture that we see people said three times to him, if thou be the son of God. The cross. All right, this is really cool. This is really cool. I just so happen to believe that when the Bible says in Luke chapter four, he departed from him for a season. I believe that when the devil came back was at the cross. It was at the end of a very victorious ministry. It was at the beginning of the next big step of Jesus' life. It was when he was weak. It was where he was weak. And the devil came again. Nothing new. Here comes the devil. And look at what happens in Luke chapter 23. I hope you think this is cool. I think this is cool. Um, <laughs> verse 35. And the people stood beholding, and the rulers also with them derided him, saying, He saved others, let him save himself, if he be Christ, the chosen of God. And the soldiers also mocked him, coming to him and offering him vinegar and saying, If thou be the king of the Jews, save thyself. And a superscription also was written over him in letters of Greek and Latin and Hebrew. This is the king of the Jews. And one of the malefactors, which were hanged, railed on him, saying, If thou be Christ, save thyself and us. A very similar situation to what Jesus had gone through. Now, how did Jesus answer before? With the truth, with the truth, it is written, it is written, it is written. <laughs> I really like this. There was something written above Jesus. And in verse 35, you had the people, 
And there's a mix of people out there, Jews and Greeks. So you have Jewish people and Greek people out there saying, if you be the Christ, come down. And then in verse 36, you have the Roman soldiers. They speak Latin. So you have the common people who speak Greek. You have the rulers there who speak Hebrew. And you have the Romans who speak Latin. And people who were speaking Latin were saying, if thou be the Christ, come down. People who were speaking Greek were saying, if thou be the Christ, come down. And people who were speaking Hebrew said, if thou be the Christ, come down. And each and every one of those groups would have to look up above, because it was written in Greek, in Hebrew, and in Latin. This is Jesus of Nazareth, the King of the Jews. He just let what was written speak for him. The devil's tactic doesn't change. Your defense doesn't change either. Get to know your sword. Get to know your weapon. Yes, you have a very real, very observant, very vicious, very intelligent, very persistent, but conquerable enemy. If you know your weapon. Thank you for listening to our audio preaching podcast. For more information about our ministries, or if you would like to get in contact with us, please visit our website at heritagebaptistcctx.org. May God bless you as you go forward with the gospel this week.